Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, hopefully you had a great Christmas. You are back one more time for the Game Dev Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Larry Charles, and of course, I couldn't do this without the support and help of my co-host, Mr. Brennan Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, please welcome Jim, Jim Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would mess up this last name, but I messed up the first <laughs> Mr. Jim Ingram, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey guys, nice to be here. Awesome. So, um, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Now, I'm just meeting you for the first time as well, but I hear you and Brandon have worked together once before in the past. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we worked at uh, 2K together uh, on Bioshock 2. Um, I've been uh, so my specialty is uh, UI and UX, um, and that's like design and art. Um, but I've been doing this for about. 10 years, maybe a little bit more than 10 years, uh, started in about 2004. Um, and I've worked for every kind of company you can imagine. Um, big companies, tiny companies. Um, and, uh, I've even jumped outside the game industry a little bit here and there. Um, but, uh, you know, have always kind of come back. Um, you know, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit more later, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much me. I mean, uh, right now I'm working for a really small company in the city, um, the city being San Francisco. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. That kind of jumps into this uh, this week's topic, which is uh, AAA, uh, which you've worked at. Uh, you've worked over at mobile companies, and you worked at indie companies. And so yeah. we're going to dissect and see what the differences or the sameness and you know your perspective on how things are going to go for the game industry, uh, from your perspective. So yeah, uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's a really interesting subject, actually. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're one of the few that actually has have worked at all three. That's what we call the hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that you say that because there's come times like in different interviews and stuff like that uh, at different companies. You know, when you go out and you talk to them for uh, new jobs that I've, I've said, like, you know, I've pretty much to date worked on just about every single platform out there, (laughs) PC, like, uh, you know, none of the next gen stuff yet. Um, you know, like the, the Xbox one or the PS4, but everything else, um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, what, I always pictured you like working at every single Bay Company. <laughs> That's <there is. laughs> dude. Well, well, so I like. Can so you give a rough number of companies you worked at already? Oh, uh, dude, uh, I, it's like ten now. Wow. <laughs> One for every year. It's like a it's like a pub crawl. I've, <laughs> I've been I've been uh, desperately trying to uh, you know stay true to one company for uh, you know for the for the long haul. Yeah. Um. But, you know, it's kind of interesting, man. It's like you, you can – you sort of can 
see how things are going. Like our industry changes so fast, you know, it's like, it's all over the place, you know? And the scary thing about our industry too, is like the longer you stay in it, the more you start to like, you know, feel out stuff. You're like, uh Oh, things are not going right. Right. You're like, this is not (laughs) spidey senses tingling. Yeah. (laughs) Like when the producers are running around like crazy, you know, you've got (laughs) like, you know, we absolutely need to make this date, you know, or, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, and it's your even... first day on the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's it's interesting too because like the Bay Area is kind of different than a lot of other places. You know, I don't know exactly how it is down in LA because I've never worked down there, but mm-hmm. up here, there's this whole weird sort of thing. You know, it's like we a bunch of me and me and a bunch of my buddies have like sort of these running jokes about like you know well as long as there's red bull stocked in the fridge we're good <laughs> you know it's like if if there's no red bull we're in big trouble <laughs> we've got like weeks you know <laughs> man it's 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 half joke but it's pretty true though because when i was looking yeah, at man. spark i think we had like a, a little deal with nas energy drinks and there was Nas energy drinks. I mean, just every fridge full of Nas. <laughs> Even in the producers' offices, there was pallets of Nas. Oh, oh man. man, I never drank so much of that nonsense. Oh, yeah, it's funny too. I mean, up here, it's all about like you know how many catered lunches you can get in a week. You know, and, <laughs> and like you know, I mean, there was there was one uh, studio that I had worked for that's actually a mobile studio, and uh, they. Uh, Dude, they, they, when I first, so I, when I moved back from, um, I was up in Seattle for a year and I worked on, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Um, oh, nice. I worked on, um, uh, Gotham City Imposters, um, helped ship like a bunch of stuff out of that studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was up there, uh, we had this, you know, sort of, uh, sort of interesting thing where it was like, you know, I mean, it was very much like a triple A studio. So it wasn't like catered lunches or anything like that. And, um, and, and I didn't know, you know, anything about that kind of stuff until I moved back, Mm -hmm. um, down here after that year. And I was at this mobile studio and they're like, oh, we have like catered lunch. We have catered dinner. You get like a, you get (laughs) a, you get a, a pass to the gym. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh dude, this is great. Like who would say no to this? Right. And then I realized that like what you're really doing is signing up for like never ending crunch. You know, it's like, (laughs) oh, well you you don't have to go home either. We got beds in the back room. If you prefer to stay, you know, it's like, holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. They're like touring your, the studio, but they're really touring your apartment. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, like I, I I met Jim at 2K and uh, we worked on Bioshock 2 together, and he was the UI guy. Like he created, in my opinion, all the UI for Bioshock 2. So all that cool shit that you see, that's Jim's work right there on Bioshock 2. So <laughs> thanks, like, man. <laughs> you're badass, dude. Well, you mentioned a little that you worked over over at Warner Brothers in in Seattle. You, know, yep. you worked at Cryptic. You worked yep. at Telltale. Yep. I mean, these are some of the few <laughs> kicks I, and then yeah, you did like actually, a, yeah, that was that, that's, yeah, that's an infamous one right there. <laughs> kicks I, How is I'm kicks sure up? you guys know all kinds of stuff about that, or at least you've heard. Well, I mean, I know that they made a big splash with all their marketing for recruiting, but I haven't heard or talked to anybody firsthand who's worked there. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's an interesting place. How interesting. It's, uh, well, <laughs> 
you know, I mean, it, it's it's weird, man. It's like so. So, you know, let me go a little bit into, like, the differences between mobile in the past few years and AAA. This is, like, what I've gathered from being... And, and Kick, just before you go on, KickSci is a mobile company mostly, right? They are now. Well, they're transitioning. Okay. They were originally a Facebook game company, which right. is a whole other ball game of crazy. <laughs> um, so... Here, here's sort of like what I believe has transpired over the past few years, right? Um, AAA has been, you know, lockstep the whole time, you know, kind of like doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and they've got this idea, you know, it's like we can sell people $60 games, you know. And, um, you know, and we can, you know, we're trying to do one a year kind of thing or whatever. And, yeah. you know, we got to keep our productions high and all that stuff. And, but when you look at it overall, it's like they're coming from a huge legacy of cash buildup too, right? Yeah. From all the old stuff that they released, you know, and some of those were huge hits. So they're sitting on that stockpile and they're using that and, and kind of, you know, moving it around for the new titles that they want to release. Mm-hmm. Well, there came a time and it was probably like, what, uh, maybe four or five years ago. Right. Where I mean, I remember when we were even at 2K, I think we started I I don't I'm not actually 100 percent sure, but I think we started to hear about like Zynga and dude, people were like laughing, like straight up laughing at that. (laughs) that It's like, oh, hell no. Would I work at that? But like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Like, look at that. You know, it's like everybody scoffed. Everybody was like, oh, this is terrible. Right. Yeah. And and so, you know, so what happened on the opposite side of the fence, right? the Zynga places, um, those places were like, man, we can't recruit this kind of talent. Like we can't recruit these triple a guys. Like what the heck are we going to do? You know? And they're like, well, we've got kids straight out of school. They desperately want to, you know, get into the industry. They want to do stuff. They want to make a difference, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're hardworking. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to go scour those kids, you know, and, and scour the, scour the universities for those kids. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they did, you know, and so a lot of the stuff that that sort of blossomed out of those companies was very much built by kids that didn't exactly know what they were doing, you oh, know, yeah. and and a lot of it, you know, a lot of the people that that are sort of the, the senior management guys, at least at the time, you know, they were um, sort of coming into it with the idea that like, hey, you know, we're making money. This is crazy. Like, you know, we've got a good idea and we're just it's it knows no boundaries on the limits of like money that we can make you know and so it was very much like the you know the craziness that happened back in the day um where like you know i mean i don't know if you remember like uh but ray used to tell stories about you know i mean visual concepts man like right way back you know or even um toys for bob you know it's like when those guys hit big, like they got huge bonuses, you know, and like mm-hmm. things were fantastic for them, you know, and yeah. that started to happen in the mobile space, you know, and so people were like, oh my God, we, we know what we're doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> the money validates that we know what we're doing. <laughs> and of course, like with mobile and with, you know, web and all that stuff, it's different from console in that like it upgrades so quickly compared right i mean every year you've got like some new phone coming out maybe even every month i don't know you know it's like it's ridiculous with the amount of stuff that's released so 
you know, as this stuff is starting to like pile on, all of a sudden people in the AAA space, as studios are starting to close, as things are starting to, you know, sort of, um, you know, kind of, uh, gel into the larger, you know, big core, big companies like, you know, EA and Ubi and all that stuff. You know, you don't have a lot of the smaller, like, indie AAA studios anymore, right? Right. And so, so like, all these people are kind of being freed up, and they're like, well, what do I do next? You know, and then all of a sudden, all this free lunch stuff starts happening. The, like, we're going to give you a free gym membership. It's going to be great. And look at this. Here's your salary. You know, and people are like, oh, my God. (laughs) What is this, right? And so all of a sudden, all these AAA people started coming over, yeah, which is great, right? But yeah, you run into a major, you run into a major issue, right? Yeah, yeah. And the major issue is you have a lot of people that were in upper management that were, uh, you know, younger, less experienced mm. people who were then managing the AAA people. You know, and that was really weird. That was a really interesting situation, you know, and it's starting to change. Like it's very much starting to change. But this is stuff that I have dealt with, you know, over the past couple of years. Like it's just really an interesting space. Just a young college kid telling you what to do and how to make games. Yeah, it's very (laughs) interesting. I never really thought of it. (laughs) And you brought up a very interesting point. Like we kind of touch upon it once in a while, but I never really thought about it too much where – the rise of the mobile companies and the games is yeah, pretty recent. It's like we're yeah. talking about in a span of what? How old is the iPhone pretty much? Oh, uh, I eight years maybe? It feels yeah. like. Eight years? I think so. I feel like it's been feel, about eight years. I feel like I think even it's less. Less? less? Yeah, like I think six it's less. years. Are you serious? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're Early around eight six. to ten years uh, of industry experience. iPhone I think six, <laughs> right? <laughs> iPhone 6, but like the mobile game pretty much a little less than that, right? Mobile game didn't launch with the iPhone, really. No, that's true. They didn't come until um, probably a year or two later, yeah. I feel like Um, around six years. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll tell you this. When I started in the industry, I had a flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys ready for this? Wait, 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 wait. How old are we? Uh, The iPhone was introduced June 29th, 2007. 2007. Wow. So that's like eight years. That's eight wow. Years. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Larry. On, the, on the dot. <laughs> but but like Still you guys free. said, you know, that's yeah. not when, you know, yeah, mobile game When was... the mobile game came in, yeah. yeah, probably six years. But like, that that is completely true. Like, it, it's funny how that flip-flop, right? So at the beginning, they had trouble recruiting AAA talent. Yeah, and and now uh, and and they have to resort to 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 schools to fresh kids. Yep, uh, who don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and just have some young blood into the industry. And now I feel like Triple A is kind of turning towards the school <laughs> for the so? younger talent. Oh man, I, I've been seeing it, like wow. turning over to young talent because the senior, yeah, uh, of the team is is kind of like you know burnt out from from triple yeah, a shenanigans um like some, <laughs> yeah. some studios right some triple a are still out there going strong and they treat their employees right but there are some that there uh, are some. <laughs> the seniors you know but because the, mostly because mobile weirdly enough is in that weird uh place where they're providing a little bit more stability as far as uh, like the, the perks a little bit maybe I, you can touch on know, this then 
I think that uh, I think it's 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 all craziness. It's all, it's crazy. all crazy. I mean, we're all fucked. It's, it's just as <laughs> it's just as crazy. You know, I mean, dude, here's the thing, right? Is like I'm, you know, I look at it. I'm like, why the hell do I keep doing? Because, uh, dude, I've worked for like companies where it's like you leave right at five. Yeah. Like you leave, and if you're there at five thirty, nobody is there, right? Right, right? And you're like, oh man, I like feel bad. Why am I here, right? Yeah. And and, but dude, I always return to like games. And I don't know if it's like that I'm like a masochist or something. It's like you know, it's like if I was a kid again, like I don't know, man. I don't know that I would like you know be in this, but yeah. it's in my blood now. You know, I can't get rid of it. It's like yeah. I, you know, I love, I love everything about it. You know, I think the the biggest thing that I like about it is um is the people I've met, man. Mm-hmm. I've I've never met, uh, you know, better, you know, better people who are uh you know, who share a, a bond, you know, it's like, it's like going to a comedy club and everybody is like, you know, everybody likes the same comedian, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, it's like, Hey, we all have the same kind of humor. This is awesome. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Or yeah. like, Hey, we, you know, yeah, it's just, you fit in really well, you know? And, and, um, you don't always find that at other places, you know? Well, let's and talk so, about the other place you went to, uh, work for BitTorrent for a little while. I did. Yeah, What's I did. That? Uh, I feel so, like these guys are like Wall Street. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, so uh, BitTorrent is a really, really interesting place. So, um, basically, what happened was I was at uh, Kixi, and um, I was working there. And a friend of mine who was working at BitTorrent, who I knew, and this is to tell you how small the industry is, I know her through Pat Connor, who oh. you know. Yeah. from 2k so pat and i are good friends and pat's girlfriend is uh like longtime girlfriend is a really really talented web designer right. and she was working at BitTorrent. and so i was like man BitTorrent. i'm like i use that stuff you know well you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird Just one to be files. openly admit files. that you use it yeah 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 <laughs> but, but they um, have legitimate business that's the thing that a lot of people don't right know about. Yeah. right and so, so I was like, well, of course I know a bit torn. It's really interesting. You know, I want to check this out. And so, um, she was like, well, you know, we have some design positions open for UX. She's like, I think you would be a perfect fit for this. So I was like, okay, well, I'll come in. So I came in, did an interview. It was one of the weirdest, most like uncomfortable interviews that I've done, <laughs> you know, which is saying a lot since I've been on a ton of interviews, you know, but I was in there. I'm like, ah, I don't know, you know, and you get like, you know, they ended up being the sweetest people. Right. But I remember, uh, uh, one person like shaking my hand at the end, it was like a limp wristed shake, you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, I'm like, I don't know. Like, how do I read that? You know, is that bad? Like, does she yeah, like yeah. not care, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, you know, when I left there, I was like, there's no way I'm getting this job. Like, psh, forget about that. Right. Right. And so they call me and they say, we want you <laughs> and we're going to give you this. And I was like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> They're like, yep. And uh, you could come work for us. It's nine to five. It's, you know, they were hitting me with all this stuff that sounded great at the time. Right. So I was like, okay, um, I'm going to give this a try because, you know, what, when else am I going to get a chance to work outside the industry? Right. 
So, um, I start up there, and I remember the first day coming back home, and I look at my now wife, and I said, this may have been a mistake. <laughs> and I've never done first that day. in my entire career. I have never done that in my entire career, right? What happened, and man? so, it was, well, so I walk in, I'm like, okay, well, what software can I use? No. Use whatever you want. I'm Dude, like, well, what's the pipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. No like, way. Well, uh, what about you know what's our what's our philosophy on like how are we you know how are we organized to do stuff like you know what's the pipeline for things? Well, each team just figures it out on their own. You know, I'm like, oh my god, this is <laughs> scary, man. This is really scary. And um, I did end up meeting some really, really, really awesome people, but. You know, over the course of, you know, of the next few months, I'm like, oh, man, this is just this is crazy. You know, we're making like we're, we're making stuff. And I was like, I feel like I'm making busy work stuff, mm. <laughs> you know, and um, and it was interesting. Like they had a bunch of different products they wanted to do. And, um, you know, they were they were all kinds of out there kind of thoughts. But the one thing that connected everything was it had to use torrent technology. And here's the thing. If you know anything about torrent technology, it's that it's kind of a dated concept, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like the only way that I can get data from Brandon is if Brandon's machine is on and (laughs) connected to the internet giving me a good pipe and then I'm pulling down like, you know, from his stream and mm-hmm. somebody else's stream. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's an awesome concept and a great idea. Right. But with the way things are going with the cloud and everything, it's just right. like, you know, peer to peer is no longer uh, mm. really, you know, a viable concept. I, I at least I believe, you know, yeah, um, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, it was, it was weird that like everything was like, okay, we're going to do this. And it was a great idea, you know, and I was really excited about it, but we have to use torrent technology and here's all the limitations. It's like, oh my God, how are we going to do It's like, wait, 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 wait. So we got to wait for all that stuff to download from like 20 different people before we can do this one thing. Oh my God. And you know, we had a hundred million users, right? Yeah. That's how many people BitTorrent has running through their stuff. But get this. As a UX designer, you cannot have access to any of the data. Anything. What? You can't know who the users are. Mm. You can't know how old they are. You can't know what they're downloading. If if we touch even a tiny tiny sliver of that information, the police immediately break down our or you know, I mean the government yeah. <laughs> That's so comes weird. in and well because you know yeah. of the amount of stuff that's being shared that's yeah. you know it could be questionable right yeah. right and so because of that you can't look at any of the information and that's the most frustrating thing possible right it's like how the hell do they make money by the way well Is it just ad <laughs> so it's just ad technology that's it so by the end of my time there do you know what I contributed to that to that company? It's it, it is the most shameful thing I've done. I'm sorry to admit this. Uh, Anybody uh, uh. that's listening that uses the software, 
I was responsible for uh, helping them put in a giant IAB, you know, IAB standard ad in the co- in the the bottom uh, left hand corner of U-Torrent. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a huge ad, right? Because they were like, "We want to run video through that thing." I was like, "Oh my god, okay, I need to leave." I'm like, "I need to." Leave. How could you, how could you do that to all of us? Team. I was like, "No, right." Like, why are we doing that? You know, can you make something where when they click on it, it expands and shows a giant ad? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> it's like, make this more difficult for the users. Yeah, that's all you, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, that was that was unfortunate, man. They actually uh, they actually went through some, some pretty serious restructuring a while back, too, which yeah. is, you know, kind of unfortunate. But everybody landed on their feet, so that's good. How how but, big is the at least that that place that you worked at in SF, right? How many... uh, it was I want to say at least a hundred employees. A hundred employees, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good size. That's pretty nice. <laughs> but so, so that was the experience that brought you back into gaming when you um, when I had to work on ads. Yep. Yeah. That that was that was the uh, that was the straw that broke the camel. It's back. it's 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 a very <laughs> similar thing about like programmers. I hear like programmers outside of the game industry make so much more money, yep. right? But I, I, like I they always this. work in games for for because of the content. It's just so much more fun, dude. I will say this: any job that you do outside the game industry <laughs> will pay way more money. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. At the end of the day, when I'm leaving work and, you know, I unfortunately, you know, I don't get home sometimes until like eight o'clock at night or whatever. But when I'm on the BART, man, I look around and I see that guy that's working at that other company, you know, whether it be like some like hedge fund company or whatever. And that dude looks miserable. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he just went through the worst day, you know, and it's like. Well, now I get to have fun. You know, it's like, oh, so what do you do on the weekends? Everything that I can't do while I'm at work during the week because I hate my job. You know, it's like that sucks. Like yeah. you work there for, you know, a serious amount of amount of your life. You should at least enjoy some aspect of it. It's <laughs> very true, man. Jesus. <laughs> I feel this so is why bad. Larry and I are, 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 are sticking around. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. man, you got to. You have to. Well, who knows where it's going to go, right? I mean, the big thing down here now, and it's probably big where you guys are too, is this whole VR talk. Yeah. Everybody's like, VR is the future, man. I think somebody at some, you know, at GDC or whatever, somebody must have been like, hey, guys, you know what? VR is going to be the thing. And then all of a sudden people were like, well, I don't know that we have anything else. VR is the future, man. <laughs> That's what we're. That is. That is everything. It's all gonna be VR, you know. And yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't know, man. The idea of like my mom or dad like putting on one of those giant headsets, or even like my son or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't see that happening. <laughs> the stuff is always gonna get smaller or more interactive in some way, some form. I but think the, so. I think yeah. so. But like you're 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 touching on something the game industry is really good at. Like we're drive we're selling graphics cards, right? Oh yeah. We're the reason why PCs are getting better. Like because the yep. the things that is necessary to run the types of games that we make. Yeah. Uh, we're the one that's driving tech, 
most of the time. Like movies are movies. It's always going to be rendered down to something manageable. MPEG. Right? Yeah, MPEG. <laughs> but like for us, for games to be interactive, for games to be calculated, for games to be VR, these are the type of things that only the game industry can can drive forward, right? And so, like, the people who work in the game industry, especially programmers, that's what they love, man. You're in Yeah, yeah. Like, Absolutely. All, we're the ones that are going to bring the, even though, you know, Jim is doubting it, the whole, <laughs> the interwebs uh, on, on your VR set. Like, we're going to make the Matrix. Like, we're the ones that are going to do it. <laughs> if, I think... Um, was there ever a chance, yeah. You know, I think the thing... So, I think you and I are super excited about here. Here's here's where I get philosophical with you, man. Here's here's where it gets weird, right? Because I think about this stuff all the time, right? As a as a user guy, I think about this stuff constantly. And so, my big thoughts lately have been, well, I care about this stuff. Like, I care about games, and I care about like the quality and the graphics and all that stuff. But will my son care? Yeah. You know, and it's like he, dude, I see these kids and they're like playing on device. Like, it's good enough. That's yeah. what scares me, right? Good it's enough. like, you know, it's like Candy Crush is good enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and dude, that's the thing that's kind of scary. Now, I think that for me, the big thing is going to be that maybe um, games will merge with other media, you know, and so. I mean, we all know that the movie industry is hurting really bad. I mean, dude, they're remaking Dirty Dancing. Like, I mean, come on. You know, I mean, it's it's hitting rock bottom, right? It's like they're, they're scraping. Yeah. And, um, you know, except for Star Wars, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> but that stuff is, I, I think, maybe going to merge in some way with games. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of that talent is gonna gonna interweave at some point and that's gonna be really interesting, you know. Yeah. Well, there's the, that VR they're already project, doing it, right? though. Yeah. You know, there's uh studios yeah, are. are using Unreal Four for previs and yep. you know, integrating it into actually shooting their movies with Unreal basically powering the set that's behind the set. So yeah. yeah, man. And the yeah, Oculus awesome. is funding a team to make like a the Pixar VR where you're not just watching a Pixar like movie, but you're in there interacting with the <laughs> The characters doing cinematic. It's it's definitely interesting, dude. If you if you want to raise a uh, if you want to raise a few million dollars for a startup right now, all you need to say is VR to a couple uh, fun funding guys. Yeah. Just be like, we're making a VR game. It's or sorry, experience yeah. VR. Experience. That better not be true because <laughs> it's that easy. Larry's halfway out the door. <laughs> Gonna make this happen. I mean, I you know, I think the thing that the thing to me that's really interesting is um is AR. I think that's gonna be augmented yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can imagine, you know, in the future, um, you know, uh doctors using that and so you know, not just games, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that stuff's gonna be used all over the place. But, you know, I can imagine my son or you know, just in my headspace, you know, I don't think that he'll he'll probably be too old for it or whatever, but I can imagine, like, you know, kids playing with, like, imaginary friends that are actually AR friends and stuff and, you know, running around and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Dude, (laughs) the Pokemon game that I always wanted as a kid, like, my grandson is going to have it. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
he's really going to be battling with his <laughs> monsters, you know? Like, <laughs> That's what we all dreamed of, you know? Well, Google is funding a project like that. They are making, like, a Pokemon-like game with AI. Oh, man. Google, what are they not doing? <laughs> uh, Google Glass? <laughs> yeah, Google Glass is definitely oh, yeah, that's not true. happening. That's true. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say Man. that. I was really excited for Google Glass, but I just... I mean, that's, yeah, to me, Google always does that. They do like three months of something and then they just... Did you guys ever get to see it. the? Did you guys ever get to see the ad campaign that they did for that? I didn't, no. but they were they were attempting, as I recall, to try and make Google Glass sexy. Yeah, and I don't know what those photos look like, or like what the you know I don't know if it was like Justin Bieber in them, or like you know I I have no idea, but I would love to see that ad campaign. You know, it's just at a some hard point. sell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a terribly hard sell. Unless I mean, they make still, VR into contact lenses or something like that, you know. Still, every once in a while, I see that guy on the train, you know, with yeah. like the with the, the Google VR. Glass on. The guy's still trying to rock it. It's yeah, <laughs> it's... he hasn't been he hasn't been shamed out of wearing it around he hasn't here been yet. Told. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's extra exclusive now, so right, you, you really know that you're somebody if you're wearing Google Glass. So, like going back to like um, the differences, right? Yeah, like we, we kind of see the mobile moving really fast. Like, the tech is being upgraded every year. The phone's getting stronger. There's no doubt in my mind they'll catch up the consoles. No problem. Yeah. Um, the hopeful thing that I've had for mobile is that it becomes, like, a, a viable uh, path for, for, for developers, AAA developers to move to. Because it's, it's yeah. you know, working with a smaller team. Uh, you know, everyone has more of a say. And it's more like uh, it, it, um, every week you get data. Yeah, that you can rely on and, and pivot if the game is not doing well. You yep. know, these are things that you can plan ahead instead of waiting two, three years for something to make yep. sure you hit or not. I, like, you know, it's 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 what's really your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I think that um, you know, I think that that uh, mobile is um, it it certainly will get um, towards the AAA quality. That that's guaranteed, right? Yeah. But um, I think that the thing that is the biggest challenge, at least currently with mobile, is that mobile, when people play a mobile game, they're in a completely different headspace from sitting down and playing a console. Yeah. And it's these tiny, tiny chunks of time that you get with that person. And it's also a a time that can be easily interrupted, right? So, um, you know, if you're on the train and some person comes up to you and just, you know, blurbs at you, which happens all the time on BART, trust me, and <laughs> you're like, oh, what? You know, I mean, that distraction has to be accounted for in the type of gameplay that you that you push on the phone, you know? And so there's really great game experiences that I played on the phone that are things that I would have never thought of as far as like, wow, this is really, really simplistic or, you know, I don't know that this is going to hold somebody's attention, but it doesn't have to hold their attention. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the, the crazy, interesting thing. So there's sort of there, there's that kind of stuff going on with mobile, which is a challenge. Um, but with AAA, I see something interesting happening, too. And that's the idea that um I don't think, in fact, I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see the total disappearance of $60 games. Yep. 
And what's going to end up happening is, and I'm already seeing it, right? Metal Gear Solid Five, um, Fallout Four. These games are starting to like incorporate free-to-play mechanic ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Base building, um, you know, upgrades, all the stuff that we used to have. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, we had all this stuff in our old school RPGs, right? But the way that it's being delivered now and the sort of the ideas behind it and like the paths and sort of the progression and all this stuff is way more geared towards free to play. Right. And I know that over the past few years, you couple that with, I mean, dude, I've seen games that release for like, you know, 10, 20 bucks and then they have like a hundred dollars worth of DLC content. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's like insane. So you know, or or the fact that I bought, you know, Star Wars uh, Battlefront and um, I was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. Wait, how many maps? Wait, what? Wait, what? Where is the extra? Wait, I'm unlocking this collectible scene. Like, I'm like, wait, wait this is very weird. This it's not a game. Here, you know, I'm like, what is going on here? Right. And then yeah. I'm like, well, I know for a fact they're going to start releasing more content right for that game. They're going to start like, you know, it's so it's shifting, you know, the whole thing is shifting and it's, it's interesting to see that shift. I don't know, you know, I don't know how far it's going to go. I don't know when it's all going to change or whatever. I don't know if it's all going to change at once. Right. But I think that the first thing that's going to have to happen is there's going to have to be like some major hit in the, you know, in the AAA space that is free to play. That isn't something that immediately everybody, especially in the PC community, is like, oh, this is garbage, right? Which happens all the time. Like, I mean, every single free-to-play game that comes out for, you know, PC is usually, initially at least, looked down upon. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, well, I'll say maybe the one that is starting to do it right now is, like, League of Legends, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, that's definitely one that I can think of, you know? Yeah. But but it, but it's interesting, man. It's like it's all sort of shifting and it's kind of everything is becoming sort of this, you know, this muddied uh, this muddied zone of, of games and, and what games are and what they're played on. And, yeah. Um, A lot you know, of people don't realize that when they buy they they buy something for sixty dollars, they're most of the time they're buying a blank C D. <laughs> because oh, dude, you're, yeah. oh, you're spending absolutely. the first hour downloading the actual game because yeah. the devel- developers have abused pass. yeah they abuse the the you know how connected the consoles are nowadays uh oh, and absolutely. they kind of deli- deliver content to the shipping day like they're still making content yeah uh, man. up to the day it's uh it's interesting because i think um you know i mean i now am completely so I don't own uh, I don't own an actual console anymore. Like I, I have my 360 and my PS3 and stuff, right? But um, the console, quote unquote, that I chose to buy is actually like a Alienware Alpha. So yeah. I have that sitting in my you know TV room, and I have everything you know connected to it, all the you know wireless mouse, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And um, and I just play Steam. Like I yeah. just do all my stuff through Steam now. And so it's like everything I own is on Steam. Like I, I, in fact, there's old games that I have on disc that I'm like, man, I have like the second and third in this series. I should just buy the first on Steam so I have all of them here. Yeah, like, yeah, rather yeah. than like wasting my time trying to like dig through discs, 
it's like i mean that's going the way of the dinosaurs you know that yeah, yeah, whole yeah, disc yeah. concept yeah well it's there's a paradigm shift coming and we're slowly seeing it but i feel like as the developers and consumers i'm all for it as publishers they are holding on as hard oh, as they man. can to this they're terrified <laughs> you know it's but it's the mutants. Like the... I just see the Chappelle <laughs> holding his money up because oh. of Oprah. <laughs> to divorce. I mean, it's, it's the music industry all over again, right? Yeah. Like, remember when they were flipping out? I mean, they still probably are. I don't know. You yeah. know, it's funny. they were like terrified, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, um, sorry to just jump in, but since you brought up the music industry, Michael Jackson's thriller just did, I think, what is it, 100 million? Uh, international and 30 million domestic album sales, right? Damn. Did it really? Yeah, Michael Jackson's Thriller just broke 30 million U.S. album sales. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, we're never going to see that happen ever again. Like, not even close. Thriller did it, yeah. 30 oh, million man. albums? Because today it's streaming. It's People are buying individual yeah. songs. People <laughs> right. are... You know, it's well, you know, I mean, finally, though, the artists got wise to it and they don't release like an entire album with like one good song on it. Remember when that was happening in the 90s? You're like, dude, I want this. Oh, my God. The rest of this album is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) The only good song is Who Let the Dogs Out. The rest are terrible. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That'll be Battlefront then. <laughs> One good one. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't Man, be like I, that. <laughs> I will say this: the production value in that game is through the roof, though. I mean, I'm yeah. a big fan of the Frostbite engine, man. Right. I love the way that thing looks. Well, this is the scary thing that you know we're having. We're starting to see mobile games reaching that triple A because of technology, right? Yeah. What I'm afraid of, right, is uh, the same problem that how the triple A team has grown. Mm-hmm. Like, are we is mobile? Are mobile companies going to accommodate the 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 AAA quality with a bigger team and lose that thing that we're kind of attracted to? Like, some mobile companies are are pretty big, but relatively small than what you know other well, teams are right now, right? Or I don't am know, I... man. I I think I I mean I think maybe right. I, I mean, there there are teams of like thirty or forty people working on one mobile title, right? Right. Um, I, I, but I think that there's still going to be small companies, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just like with AAA, there's, there's also indies that are doing absolutely incredible things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at some of our friends from 2k and the success that they've had on steam and, and other places. I mean, it's, it's awesome, you know, right. to see that kind of stuff. And these are like teams of like three, four people, you know, banding together to make something really cool. Um, and so I think you're going to find that sort of size all over the place. You know, you're going to find um, that that fluctuates depending on, you know, depending on what each company wants to do. You know, I think that like some companies, well, and maybe though, I mean, that could also be maybe those, some of those mobile companies are dreaming of being AAA game companies from the yesteryear, you know? And so they're looking at those as their big brother and they're like, I want to be like that guy with a hundred person team mm-hmm. working on, you know, it's like, Oh wait, you know, and then it, it course corrects, right. As, as things change and as the, you know, as sort of the, um, the games don't provide the need for that kind of stuff, you know, so that could happen too. Um, but it's really interesting. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. 
I'll definitely be a happy guy if I can play Metal Gear Five on my phone. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know because what's... I'm I'm having a hard time finding finding Dude. the time sitting down in front of a TV. Yeah, and I need even... a solution. Can you even do that, dude? I, keep, I can't even do that, man. Dude, I'm I'm looking for like solutions to, and I swear to God, this is pathetic, man. Like stream games from my PC to my phone <laughs> with a like, like, dude, this is like embarrassingly bad, right? But you're like, you you know, your friends would shame you back in the day, but dude, with a little one, like, what do you? Yeah. I mean, what where else? do you have? Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you what do you do, right? <laughs> I just want to get it to that point where I can do that because I I love playing games. I, I do too, but man. And it's I like, like mobile games in its own respect, like the smaller games, you know, the Candy Crushes. But I, I miss my AAA quality type of games. I totally agree. In fact, I'm in this weird space now too where it's like, you know, I have a little bit of time like at night sometimes, you know, to play some games and stuff. And But, dude, my game purchasing is far outweighing my game time, right? Mm. Like I bought Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I bought like Battlefront. Yeah. I'm still trying to play through Mad Max. Dude, yeah. I just recently pre-purchased um uh Uncharted the division no, the division. Uh, you're lying <laughs> Which to Which I'm I'm a little I'm a little leery on that one, you know, like Ubisoft, but I also like I've bought most of the Assassin's Creed series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, I just love like those historical games. Like I I think Ubi does an incredible job of coming up with weird you know offshoot games and it's like oh man that fills this that scratches this weird itch that i have yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're really good game, yeah. you know and um you know they may not do it well you know but um you know sometimes but mm-hmm. um in general though i'm pretty you know i'm pretty excited with the stuff that they do but yeah dude i i hear you man like i really love that triple a experience you know like i love the the quality that the time and effort that people it's it's like going to see a movie in the theater that i've really wanted to see for a long time versus like me you know mass quantity digesting like everybody loves raymond or something it's like where you just sit down you're like yeah well there's another episode what's on the you know what's on the stove for dinner yeah it's like like, you just don't care about it as much you know with that analogy right now you have like a bunch of uh, movie tickets <laughs> that you're Dude, never gonna use. I've got movie tickets. I've got so many movie tickets, man. <laughs> well, speaking of sales and things that people need to buy, <laughs> it is 45 minutes into the podcast. We're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more Game Dev Unchained. Hey there, this is Brandon Fan over at the Game Dev Unchained Podcast. We are hoping you guys are having a good holiday break. We really want to express how we appreciate you guys supporting us. Listening every week, it uh, really means a lot to us. And we just want to say thank you. We promise to keep you engaged with good content. Which brings me to share our other project, Game School Online. We talked the talk on the podcast, and now we're going to walk the walk with GSO and help Unchained developers and students. We have a major service announcement on Monday, January 4th, so be sure to check that out at www.gamescoreonline.com. You can head over there right now to sign up for our newsletter or just like our Facebook page. Again, it's www.gamescoreonline.com. Thanks, and have a good one.
And we are back. This is Game Dev Unchained, the podcast, and we're still here talking about the future of gaming, especially if you want to get involved in AAA, indie, or mobile. So, Jim, Brandon, you guys, uh, what do you guys think? If I wanted to go into being a mobile developer right now, you know, what should I be doing if I wanted to break into those doors? Uh, I would say, uh, you know, bring sort of your you know, bring your, put your best foot forward. You know, if you're like, if you're a kid right out of school, uh, you know, certainly like put together your portfolio, make it, you know, really impressive, like make it like something that you would do for a triple A studio, you mm-hmm. know, and really, uh, seek out advice from people that you respect and trust. I mean, if you're in triple A, um, you know, bring that talent, bring, uh, bring the games that you've worked on, the things that you've, uh, the things that you're most proud of, you know, in your career. And um, just go talk to those guys. I will say this. Um, it is much easier to break into mobile right now mm. than it is um, into AAA, I think. you know. Um, and I think it's that there's a lot more opportunity out there. Um, and there's a lot uh, because the field is growing so fast and it's, uh, you know, it's constantly changing. Um, there's so many companies. I know the Bay Area, it's almost all uh, oh, mobile wow, yeah. Yeah. And, and indie to be honest. Um, so I, I would say, um, you know, just start looking for stuff and contacting people. Um, I think that if you, uh, if you, uh, decide to pursue it, just know that it is an, you know, it is an area that is, um, constantly changing. So Mm -hmm. just be aware of that, you know, be aware that it changes quickly. Um, and, uh, know that, uh, you know, one of the best things that I kind of did for myself is realize that, you know, never attach yourself too closely to a company. Always make sure that you, uh, that you, um, you know, really know that you are, uh, you know, are worth what you, you know, what you do and stuff, Mm -hmm. because, you know, even if something happens with that company, there's always another opportunity out there to do something great. You know, and you just got to keep your eyes open and, you know, and keep, you know, keep a, uh, you know, keep, keep in contact with your friends and, you know, and keep talking to people in your network and stuff. Um, you're you're and, kind of touching on, on, on that, and that point too. Like, um, of course, when we don't have to go into numbers, but like salary wise, right? We kind of yeah. know by area what is what, uh, uh, but is there a difference like is there since mobile kind of makes more money yep. like is there something i should expect if i was triple a and i want to go to mobile uh yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh that unfortunately um triple a uh not in every case but um i've found that um on the mobile side um people seem to get paid a little bit better believe it or not Um, and I don't know if that's just right now. I don't know if that's just, you know, certain companies or whatever, but, um, by and large, I've noticed that there's kind of a, an interesting, um, an interesting dichotomy there, I guess, between Mm -hmm. the two. Yeah. Um, so six years ago, no one would have believed you. No one was. (laughs) No, I know. man. Six years ago, people would be there still laughing. I I remember dude, some, somebody of mine being like, yeah, you know, so-and-so is working at Zynga. This was like, five or five years ago maybe and i was like oh yeah really and they're like yeah dude that guy didn't like it but he was driving around in a porsche i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> i was like what 
you know? <laughs> so it's crazy. You know, not in every case, I'll say that. You know, it's it's definitely depends. And, you know, I mean, my so it's interesting. My family, right? My dad um, was always brought up with the idea that money is the sole thing that should guide, you know, guide you. Mm-hmm. And um, and my brother, who uh, he was working at Mattel, he's now, um, you know, he was recently let go from Mattel, uh-huh. um, and he's actually like searching for his new career. And um, he's, you know, he's got a bunch of different opportunities lined up and stuff. And we had this interesting conversation going with my dad, where my dad was like, "Well, you know, he's like, how much is that place going to offer you, or whatever?" Mm-hmm. You know, my brother's like, "Well, I don't know, maybe the same amount that I was making at." you know, at Mattel, but I love everybody there. And I think it's really cool. And he's like, well, I don't know, I guess, you know, and it's like, you know, I told my brother sort of brought him aside. And I'm like, dude, don't worry. Dad's like that. But it's, it's sort of true to what I believe is you've got to go after what you're actually going to be interested in doing because dude, you could make twice the amount of money that you are right now and be absolutely miserable that i can promise you because i have i have been there man i've been all over the spectrum and it's like i have been in positions where it was like i could you know people would scoff you know and it's like but i hated it you know it's like i totally hated my you know hated the job hated like what i was doing and and you got to do what makes you happy you really have to and the money will work out you know Mm. that's great advice i mean even if it applies to any of the categories it's really sound advice well thanks man yeah that's what i believe through and through and it's hasn't steered me wrong so yeah one thing i've noticed and i'm i'm finally my my whole career has always been triple a and i've just recently moved to like a like a mobile type of company yeah um maybe you can kind of expand on this but the length in time of completing a project is a lot oh. more different. <laughs> like I was in a meeting. You mean weeks? <laughs> yeah, years? weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like I like for example, I'm in meetings, right? And yep. we would used we used to have you know milestones in AAA companies that yep. are like four to five months. In mobile company, that's a game. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, like a you're game, shipping in a game that's in four to five months. Of games. So, How many like, environments have you created in a week, Brandon? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, like, how was that? Like, um, was... dude, that is—you're absolutely right about that. That is an experience that is hard to take, right? I mean, and it's funny—I actually work with some guys who some of the dudes on our team are um, are you know ex you know ex AAA as well, but a little bit newer mm-hmm. over into the mobile space, you know. And there's been times where they're like, well, it's going to take me uh, half a week to model this one weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my boss, I love him to death, right? But he's, he goes, he's like, well, uh, why don't you just stay here for a second afterwards, right? <laughs> I know he's like, dude, no, I'm sorry. We have like two days to do that weapon, slap textures on it, it's good enough, and we go. Right. <laughs> And, um, you know, I mean, the thing that's the hardest uh, thing in mobile to learn to be okay with is um, shipping something that you are not 100%, like your perfectionist is not going to be satisfied, right? It usually never is, but let's be honest, when you have like two years to make a game, you get a little bit closer to that perfection than you do like a month. Right. right. <laughs> but here's the thing. 
the game is constantly being updated. It's constantly being changed. So if you champion the things that you want to change, like you'll get that opportunity, you know, mm. and it's always seeing fresh eyes. Like people are always like, you know, coming in and expecting something new or something different. So when things change a little bit, like it's not, you know, it's not the the end all be all of the, you know, of the game. Right. Mm. Um, so it is interesting to look at it that way. But, yeah, you're right. The uh, the time is is much different. <laughs> I, what about the I know, like, uh, you know, to cut some of that time is, you know, learning to let go a bit. But I mean, how how has the crunching been? Like, is it different? Is it the same? Is it worse? Uh, to be honest, there's a in my experience, there's way less crunching in mobile mm-hmm. than there has been in AAA. Like, and and let's be honest. I mean, with the years of experience, like ten years of experience, I can tell you right now, every time I have crunched, somebody has come in and said, "Sorry, guys." <laughs> <laughs> the time has been extended. Yeah, yeah. There is no way this game is ready to release right now. Good effort. Go home, get some sleep, and come back in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like crunching just doesn't work. It really doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has never. It, the longer time that people put into stuff, it's it doesn't it doesn't help. I mean, dude, we established this like way back. In, there's a reason. There's a nine to five, right? I think it mm-hmm. was. Uh, was it Ford? Somebody, you know, one of the big uh, industrial tycoons figured out that, like, if you keep people on, they're liable to, like, you know, especially in a machine factory or whatever, they're liable to, like, cut their arms off or, like, what? I mean, you know, people just get lazy when it comes down to, like, They doing figured stuff, this out you know? at, at the Ford right. car manufacturing <laughs> yeah, place. Man. And people like, still don't get the memo by now. <laughs> yeah, this was, like, in the, you know, what, in the... Uh, probably in the early 1900s and now mm. we're we're here and it's like hey i got an idea you know some guys like if we keep them here 24 hours we get twice the amount of work done it's like no that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. <laughs> that's good to hear so right now you're kind of working on an indie place right so yeah, compared to right. the other two how is that going? um i love where i work right now i really do um you know obviously working at a more indie studio and stuff there's you know, always the sort of, I guess, kind of scare of like, oh, do we, you know, the funding and all that stuff. But ultimately being in control of your own destiny mm-hmm. more than ever, right? And being like, you know, right there with the founders of the company and knowing everything to me at this point in my life feels much better mm-hmm. than being in a situation where I was, you know, many times before where, Hey, everything's going fine. Everything's going fine. Half the studio is being <laughs> laid off. I'm so sorry. And you're like, what the hell? Wait, wait. Yesterday we were having beers. Yeah. You know, there was the company party. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you know, so I, it just feels good to be, um, to be there. You know, to, mm. to to at least be given the respect of like, hey, you've been in the industry for a long time. You know there's ups and downs. Here's where we're at, guys. Here's the yeah. reality of it. You know, it's like, oh, thank God. You know, somebody's being, you honest. know, honest with us, you know, and just telling us like it is. That's what I like, you know. So, yeah, I, I find it really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are other friends of mine who, you know, don't quite, you know, are like, oh, I don't know, you know. And it's like, dude, don't just don't even be in games, man. Like, this is <laughs> games, man. Like, don't do this. 
this? Why are you doing this? Right? If you have any doubt in your mind. Oh, man. I got a buddy of mine who's an effects artist. I love him to death, right? But he's, like, always, well, I don't, like, may, like I want to be here for, like, five, six years. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, th- this is the wrong field for you, dude. Like, you know, you need to go back to school, be, like, a you know, an engineer at, you know, PG&E or something, you know, someplace with a little sustenance. Like, you, know, you can't be, you know, someplace with some stability. Yeah. You know, you cannot be what, with what you're it's doing. So funny, you know? You're talking about just five years. <laughs> I know. Like a retirement for a game developer. Oh, dude. we Well, you know, it's crazy because I have friends at, like, companies. Well, I mean, Monolith is up in Seattle, right? That's who I was working for. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, there's friends of mine that are at Monolith that have been there for 10 years. Wow. Mm. I mean, it's just amazing. But th- these are like, you know, it's so like those are unicorns. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> you know, like I mean, they're just these totally weird, unique beasts, you know. And I, you know, I, I every time I see, you know, dude, when you see one of those work anniversaries, mm-hmm. like you almost want to send that guy like a just a big present or something and be like, dude. <laughs> My God, man! Can I buy you like a chair with your name on a plaque or something? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like this is major, right? It is really it's sad <laughs> that the coworker feels that way, but the company doesn't. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, how do we get rid of this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, raises for him the last ten years. Well, dude, in in other in other workplaces, right? It's called early retire. It's like early retirement. They're like, mm. hey. They come by, you know, hey, um, so we'd love to extend an offer for you to retire now. <laughs> like, uh, but I wanted to stay. <laughs> well, that's a choice, <laughs> but we really are urging you to go, right? <laughs> like, that happens all the time. So my dad is at that point, right? He's about to retire. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, he was praying for early retirement. He was like, man, I hope they give me early retirement. But, um, of course, at his job, they don't. But he's got all these friends who are like, they're pressuring me into early retirement, you know. And, mm-hmm. of course, these guys all have, like, these really nice packages and stuff. Like, we don't even – I don't know what that is. What's a package? What's a package? Yeah, you know, what's, what's, what's that about? What, what's a package? It's a box. <laughs> it's a box with your stuff in it. Yeah, exactly. It's a pot of plant here. that I had on my desk. <laughs> they send it to you even though you can get it yourself. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. It's so sad that it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's weird. I, it, It's like you almost – like if there's one thing I could wish would happen in the industry, and I know it may be – you know, there may be parts of it that are, that are bad, right? But I really wish we had something like SAG, you know, like Screen Actors Guild where – You know, where – yeah, where at least – at the very least, right, we always had insurance – like from company to company, right? You yeah. always had the same insurance, the same, like, I mean, dude, that would just be so nice to have that, you know? And I mean, even if it cost me a little bit extra or something like that, I would mm. love that compared to, you know, every time you change a job, it's like this whole new scenario, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that... unchained package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, given how volatile it is, it is very surprising that it is very surprising. Well, you know, I think there's also this whole thing, man, which goes into that whole Unchained thing, right? 
people are scared. Yeah. Right. Like everybody in the industry is scared. People are scared of, uh, you know, saying something. People are scared of stepping up. People are scared of it's really weird, man. It's like we are still in the infancy of yeah. the uh, of where the movie industry has been. You mm-hmm. know, like we're yeah. we're we're at the talkies. Like that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like we're, we're we're still like you know, it's like <laughs> this is a game. You kill everything. You know, it's like even the dude who and they just give you random missions. You go out and do that stuff, and then you kill more dudes. Like that's all you do. <laughs> You know, it's like it's the talkies, you know, it's yeah. like very simple sort of ideas, you know, um, there are yet, occasions yet, where it goes yet, beyond though. that. Yet, you know, uh, Lucas sold four billion off his company and Candy Crush sold six billion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How does that? I don't understand. I know, Facebook, man. Facebook buys Oculus, a VR company in its infancy for like how yep. many billions? Yep. I mean, games are making money. And- and you know but what's yet weird? We have no protection. Did, when did the shift happen I know. from millions to billions? Now yeah. it's like no, no, no. We're we're like that's like six point five billion. It, it can't be millions anymore. That's yeah. chump change now. Yeah, it's like millions or chump change. And if you want it to be a headline, it's got to have a B. It's just the it's got to it have a B. <laughs> to remind listeners, man, six years ago this didn't exist. Yeah, like, this happened within six years. Yeah, none of it. And and dude, here's how fast it's changed. Facebook now is like the games are on the rapid decline. So yeah. there were games. I mean, dude, Farmville was pulling in, I think at least like or or at least close to a billion dollars, <sighs> something like that. I mean, it was ridiculous amounts of money, right? They Very were pulling strange. in massive amounts, you know. And now. It's like so far down that all these companies are transitioning to mobile. Yeah. They're like, we have to do mobile. We can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and and how long ago was that? Yeah. I mean, that was like three years, yeah. three, four years ago. Right. Well, think about three years ago. A lot of the Facebook community was like Facebook was still relatively in its own infancy. Right. Know? So it being a gaming platform, people were willing to investigate. Right. But not anymore. Facebook is just a place you go to complain about politics and nothing right. more. <laughs> yeah. Or, or as I see every day on BART, people just like, <laughs> dude, I want to make a game. If I can make a game where, and I'm, I'm giving this to the listeners, right? All right? If they can make a game where all they do is scroll and tap like on pictures <laughs> and dislike, and that's all they do, <laughs> that's a game. That's There's a game. a game there because that is what 90% of the people on BART are doing. They're not even like, they're not writing anything. They're yeah. not, they're, they're, it's a passive interaction of just looking at pictures yeah, and hitting the like or hitting the dislike and continuing see, on. See, <laughs> That's all Jim, they do. See Jim, this is the only thing that a person <laughs> outside the grid, because you're not on Facebook, Jim, right? You, right. You, you refuse right. to I give refused. in to this. <laughs> I refuse. You can only get in touch with me through my wife. That's how yeah. I do Facebook. And you're yeah. huge. On you're huge on horror, right? So you're you're living in a zombie apocalypse right oh, now. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Where everybody like, what are these people doing? I made fun of Twitter yesterday by saying pound sign. I was like pound sign this. <laughs> they were like pound sign. How dare what you? are you, an old man? Like. Here I am in my 30s. I'm like an elderly man at this point in the game industry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, 
pound sign, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we're uh, getting close to, well, a little past an hour now. And we're at a point, right, Larry? Yeah. And over the mic. It's, we got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and you can say whatever you want, promote whatever you want, uh, or link people to whatever they want. And, uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I'll give a shout out to uh, my studio, of course, a shameless plug. Go for but, it. Um, You've earned it's, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, Zombot Studios. Nice. Um, so it's uh, Z-O-M-B-O-T studio.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're working on a new game called Exo Gears. Um, okay. So you guys can look at that. It's hopefully going to be out um, everywhere in March on iOS. Nice. Um, but other than that, um, since this is the season for giving and all that stuff, um, I actually found out uh, that a friend of mine up in uh, Seattle at Monolith um, got diagnosed with brain cancer oh, um, a while back. Yeah. And he was a big dude on uh, Shadow of Mordor and stuff. So I would urge people to, um, you know, if they can give anything to his cause, he's got a crowdfunding um, thing going on. Um, I would, you know, I would certainly appreciate it. I know his family would big time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, youcaring.com um, slash Michael dash Forgy. F O R G E Y dash four seven nine two five nine. And um, that's for Michael Forgy or Mike four G. And so it's for him to, you know, him to fight cancer and stuff. We'll definitely have all this in the show notes for listeners to click on. So yeah, man. Um, And then, uh, you know, other than that, Shout out to my wife, of course. Hey. Can't can't <laughs> can't, uh, can't leave her behind. She's here late at night when I'm still at work, and right. um, you know, and of course to my son and, and to you guys. Oh uh, man, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been a been a real pleasure. Oh, I know is... I've talked your ear off. No, not not at all. You're more than In welcome a podcast to come back. Perfect. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all we have is words, and you know. <laughs> like we, we we don't have pictures or any imagery whatsoever so if you talk a lot you're perfect for podcasting <laughs> hell I whatever just... this whatever this podcast business is oh yeah old man <laughs> yeah, you don't even know Palm sign, what is this <laughs> this is nothing more than a radio interview <laughs> oh my goodness alright well look I've got the mic I'm gonna go ahead and say goodnight thank you for listening Good night. Have a good night, guys. This is Brandon Fan. See ya. Thanks, guys.